Hey everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe. Jesse is here. Hello. Hey, did you have a good week, Jesse? I did have a great week. Uh, I uh, told somebody I wouldn't do something, then they offered me more money. I said not with the stake of my soul, then he offered me more money, and then I sold my soul. Oh, very good. Uh, not unlike what's happening here in our topic Follow-up topic to a previous show, AMC v. Universal. So we have news on that. They have reached some sort of an agreement. So here the Variety headline reads, Universal AMC Theaters forge a historic deal allowing theatrical releases to debut on premium VOD early. I'm not surprised by this, that they would come to an agreement. There's... I said at the time in the beginning, there's no way they're not going to run Universal shows. There's no way this is going to go forward. Are you surprised by this at all? Uh, of, of course not. Uh, mostly, I think that what we've seen here in the past month or so is just posturing to try to uh, get their market into a better place so they can both try to make some money off this thing. Uh, Universal has been trying to do this for years now. They've wanted to have to shorten the theatrical window, and uh, now that they have done it, uh, well, we'll see how the others fall on the line, won't we? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, follow the leader, uh, Regal, uh, now owned by Cineworld. They'll, you know, we'll see what they're going to do. Are they going to whine about it? I don't see anything by NATO yet. What they say about this, um, Cinemark, I don't see anything by them. But yeah, they're all going to want. And I would assume, even the article says this, that the other studios would want deals like this also. Uh, what mm -hmm. do you think? Well, I mean, I, of course that the other studios would want to have the deal. The question is, how desperate are the other theaters going to be to join in on this? Uh, it seems to me that AMC is in the most financial uh, precarious position here because they're, uh, what, they declared bankruptcy like twice now? Yeah. Or, you know, they were so, on the verge of it. They've restructured everything like three times during the shutdown, I believe. Yeah. And uh, so they are in a truly, truly desperate situation. Uh, and they're, they're just trying to find any way they can to survive uh, this, uh, what's happening right now. Because I, I will say this I don't think theaters will all die out because of what's happening with this coronavirus and what it's pushed. People are, are being pushed out of theaters and they're at home enjoying stuff. There's always going to be those people who want to go and have that communal experience of seeing a movie at a theater. What I think what this will kill, and you might agree with me on this or not, multiplexes might die down uh, so that uh, they're only having like four movies a uh, four or five movies at a time instead of like the 12 that they've been having. Yeah. So, um, you might be right about that. Um, in the late nineties, early two thousands, there was that whole building boom mm -hmm. and they built these massive multi-screen theaters. So there's like 24. And I know there's gotta mm -hmm. be some that have more than 24 screens, but that's too much. Right. Um, Cause I, I think one of the reasons why this is going to die down, that, that kill the multiplex, is the way that this deal is structured. Uh, the deal is structured uh, so a brand new movie, I'm going to just use the movie as an example. Let's say Tenet, okay? 
So Tina comes out. Uh, it could be on the theater screen for 17 days of play in cinemas. That's two weeks, two weeks and three days. So that's a couple extra weekends. Uh, you know, uh, but once that three weeks is over, the movie can go to VOD, premium VOD, uh, to be shown on VOD. To me, this isn't a bad deal for Universal, and it's not a bad deal for the theaters either, really. Uh, because after three weeks, I think a movie's kind of played out, don't you? I do too. The the whole it's rare anymore when a movie has legs, and that would be a movie that continually brings people in mm-hmm. over the course of three, four weeks. They don't. That doesn't really happen anymore. The theater that I go to, or you know, went to before the shutdown a lot, typically they would have a movie about two weeks. Right. So that seems about right. I mean, it would have to be something nowadays. It sadly, it would have to be something like uh, the Avengers or, or uh, I don't even know if star Wars would count anymore nowadays, but (laughs) it would have to be something like that. Some type of big wide thing like that. And that, It doesn't happen anymore. So uh, it seems to me that this is right, the right time, the right time frame. Right. I mean, even in the article, it says that it says the stu- that's the studio's argument is it's only a couple of weeks where the movie really does anything in theaters, and then it just plays mm-hmm. to empty people, right. to empty theaters. You know, and no offense to the one or two people that come for the mm-hmm. rest of the time, but right. theaters. And theaters, they don't really want to have empty, empty theaters. Yeah, yeah. They want to have theaters with people in them seeing the movies. Right. Oh, so I just, I don't see what's wrong with this either. This seems like a good, it seems like a good mm-hmm. step forward for uh, a new paradigm. Right. Like I said on the last show, I don't really think what they were doing was sustainable anymore. Right. What they're doing. I mean, do they, it doesn't it say there that AMC gets a cut of the streaming? Uh, it does. It does. It gets ten cents for every uh, movie that is uh, a premium VOD. Now that's very special wording there when I say yeah. premium VOD. Yeah. So regular VOD. You did some research and you're able to find out what premium actually right. meant. It's not a platform. Yeah. It's not like Netflix is premium, right? What What is it? Right. So what it is is that you can go on Google and rent movies when they come into what we would uh, normally refer to as the video release uh, dates uh, for sale and uh, rental for when there used to be video rental stores. Okay. Uh, So what premium is, is premium gets you like two or three weeks earlier uh, of a release than what the VOD releases. So uh, again, for an example, I'll use the movie Tenet. So say Tenet's VOD release date is March 28th of 2021. You on premium VOD would be able to see it on March 1st of 2021. You'd have to pay a little bit extra to get it to see it that early or, or to buy it that early. Or you could just wait and wait for it to come out in its regular uh, format. So AMC is going to get $0.10 cents for every rental or for uh, – I, I believe for every movie sale – uh, for the PVOD. Now, once it goes into big regular video on a demand release, AMC no longer gets any money, and that all goes straight to uh, to Universal. I know Tenet's not a Universal movie; it's just the one I'm using as an example. Yeah, that's fine. Now, so 
the article didn't say anything about other theater chains, right? So like Cinemark doesn't get this deal with Universal. Regal doesn't get this deal with Universal. Uh, well, they they did not mention them um, at all, but pretty much, I think AMC is the one that's really been in the fight with uh, Universal about this. Uh, so I, maybe that's not why they were mentioned, but maybe Regal, maybe Regal, Cinemark, all the other theaters that haven't made their deals yet to how they want to handle the situation. The problem is, is that they better get to it because Universal might. Be, might say, well, if you're not going to be part of our VOD, our PBOD, why would we send our movies to your theaters? Yeah. So that might be a, uh, like I said, that that might, I see that as being a problem. It might be a problem. Uh, but what Regal and Cinemark have to understand is that Universal is only the first step. Disney's going to want this. Uh, Warner Brothers uh, is going to want this. Paramount, they're all going to want this deal. To be set yes. in place. Yes. I even go as far as say Disney has the power, has the power to go, okay, we want this deal, but you're only getting five cents because our movies play so much better than anybody else's right now in theaters. And yep. we want less of a day. We only want two weeks. Because that's how that's how well our movies our movies do. We're the richest studio in world right now so we're going to do what we want to do so they're going to have to step two just like yeah but yeah I, you're I, right it's going to be interesting to see what how this shakes out with the other chains and the other studios uh so mm -hmm. at the end of this uh, variety article it lists a whole list of uh, movies due to the COVID-19, what was going to be released and what went to uh, streaming. Did your, the one you read, did it have anything like that at the end? It, it does not. Mine, uh, I'm looking at the Hollywood Reporter because uh, okay. I, 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 I kind of want to have two different kind of point of views on it too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but this, uh, the one in Variety, it's got this list. There's quite a lot. Uh, we named a few the last time, but I mean, obviously <laughs> Trolls. Uh, Universal has, you know, Trolls they did, Run, Sweetheart, mm -hmm. Run, uh, The High Note, Irresistible, right. King of Staten Island. Now, uh, King of Staten Island, uh, from what I understood, was actually always supposed to be VOD, but they listed it here anyway because it actually was going to be released theatrically. Yeah. I, uh, snafu. So I, I don't know. You can count that if you want. They count it. So, uh, yeah. But Universal has quite a lot on here. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. Paramount. So everybody's got something on here. Warner Brothers, Disney, Paramount, Sony's got something right. on here. Um, so uh, the other question is because the article I read didn't mention this at all. I was wondering if mm -hmm. yours did. What about AMC streaming service? Did it have, make any mention of AMC's own streaming service? It it does not make it does not make any mention of that. But I I looked at the AMC streaming service just to find out what it was. Uh, and basically, the AMC, AMC streaming service has no premium VOD on it. It only has regular VOD. Uh, but this this might change that. Uh, yeah. Universal, I mean, AMC might want to start doing their premium VOD. Uh, especially exactly. that, that was one of the big questions um, we discussed during the uh, previous show is why was trolls not running on their streaming service? If all that, 
it doesn't sound like it would be that hard just to, you know, it's, it's just a word premium. It's just a word, you know, you right. just make it premium. It's not anything else with that. Um, so it doesn't seem like it would be that hard. Yeah, I mean, it's just a marketing thing, premium. Right. But I, I think it's because AMC didn't want to break that window that they have set. Because, you know, the, the release windows, are, you know, they, they have these release windows set. If they get premium of BOD, they're breaking their own windows. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. So I think that's one of the reasons why they, they didn't do it. But if they're only going to have movies in their studio and their theaters for two weeks and uh, three extra days, premium, premium VOD seems like that's going to be their future. Um, that's what it seems like to me. Now, we did discuss um, Cineplex also has a streaming service. I, I think they're the only two. The only two theater chains um, that have that. All right. Um, and uh, streaming on Cineplex when uh, we did the show and looked it up was the Scoob when the Scoob came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm just kind of pulling this up real quick to see what's on there. All I mean, they've got they've got the High Note Trolls, Invisible, Invisible mm-hmm. Man. They've got. Deep Blue C3, it's just, it's another streaming service to me. So it doesn't right. seem like it would be difficult to say, here's the premium section. Do they have the new Kevin Bacon movie on there? That one, that ghost movie he was just in. You Should Have Left is on there. Okay. See, You Should Have Left is PVOD. That's a premium video uh-huh. on demand. But that movie is not on AMC's. So do you, uh, I mean, I just wonder, is it because Cineplex is Canadian and, you know, not in the U.S. that they might have some different deal? Again, that might be true because, see, okay, I'm uh, not trying to change the subject, but here's the point I'm going to make towards the point you're making. Yeah. All right. So the new James Bond movie that's coming out, it's called uh, No Time to Die. Yep. Okay. So Universal has the international rights to that movie. So like Canada, Mexico, anywhere outside the United States, Universal controls the distribution rights to that movie. So AMC and this deal that they just made have no rights to collect any money from that James Bond movie because Mm -hmm. it's an international release. Uh, But because MGM is going to distribute it domestically. Now, the international deals and with the international companies like, say, Cineplex and stuff like that, they might have different terms and things like that on their deals. Uh, like, like I said, like the di- international rights to all these movies. So any money that uh, – let's say Universal movies come out. So when Jurassic World comes out, correct? Yeah. Yep. It, it does it 17 days, and it goes to uh, PBOD. Now – all the money of the rentals and the sales in America, AMC sees 10 cents on. Anything outside of that, they see nothing. Ah. Uh, hmm. So I don't know what kind of deal that Cine, uh, Cineplex has made with the uh, their uh, premium VOD deals. I don't know what they've done. Uh, but it seems hmm. to me that uh, after if every company goes this route, and every movie uh, has 17 days and then goes to PBOD. 
or you know VOD or you know, and there will be some movies that have no 17 day release, you know, yeah. at theaters. They'll go straight to VOD because the the no one will believe in that they can make money at the theaters. Yeah, uh, but once that 17 days are, are over, what would be the point of you as a theater to keep that movie in it? Um, so, if uh, the only reason I could see to do that would be if people are still coming to your theater to see it, that would that would be it. Right, but if you're AMC and you're going to collect some of that money anyway, or if they make this deal with every theater, you're going to still see that money coming in. Yeah, and you don't have to actually have that movie in your theaters and do any actual extra work for that movie. Why would you? I. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they would. Uh, I think you, you're, you're right. The way I'm seeing this, and you can disagree, I, you might disagree with me or not. So the way I see this going is you're going to have less movies in theaters. Correct? I think so, so yeah. That means, that means you're going to have less people coming to the theaters to see movies because you're only going to have six movies for them to, to watch. You might have more full theaters and stuff like that, but you're not going to have as many people in theaters. Uh, all around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I think that this also, this is going to sound sad. This means that these corporations like AMC and Re and Regal and Cineplex and all the others, they can start cutting down on their actual employee counts because they won't need as much many as employees to cover all those shifts because they're not going to have as many people. So they're going to start saving money that way. Absolutely. They're going to try to do everything they can to cut costs to make money because those first three weeks of the movies, they get those movies released. They're not going to see a whole lot of movie, uh, money come into them for them because that money goes mostly to the theaters. So they're going to mostly concentrate on their accession stands even more so, but they don't have to have as many people at the accession stand. So they're going to cut employees so that they can make more money. And that's sad. I don't like that. But yeah. I also see the future – Haunting us, you know, like a ghost, uh, a ghost of the future. This is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to start seeing is less people behind the counters and more people, uh, less people at the actual theaters. It's going to be more like a, I, I would, you know, I don't know if I want this to happen or, but it's going to be more like a mama pop almost operation with like two or three movies on at a time. Wow. I, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, Definitely. It's really going to be interesting. So also on the heels of this, or this, I don't know, this is on the heels of that. Um, it is now being reported that Regal is going to open August 31st. Uh, I believe AMC is following or, you know, Regal's following AMC suit. They're going to all open at the same time, somewhere around the same time. Is that right? Right. Right. So we'll have. Does this say when the deal goes into effect with the streaming and all of that, or I mean, is this immediate? You think? Uh, you know what? I didn't see that. It's what it said there on that. Let me take a look. I mean, let me look, take a quick peruse. But I, I, there were no dates on it. No. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm assuming. I'm assuming until I see anything different that once theaters open, this is what's going to be happening. Right, because I mean, right now theaters aren't open anyway for them to actually set a date. They got to know when they can open to be able yeah. to set these dates. You know? Okay. Yes. All right. So this sounds—it's going to be a developing thing. So this will be interesting. We'll keep our eyes on this and uh, update where we uh, 
find interesting and you might find interesting. So, um, yeah, we'll just keep our eyes on this. So this is uh, Joe signing off. Jesse. I'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye.